Hi, I'm Chelsea Wise. Navigating the chaotic waters of marketing can be murky and riddled with not-so-helpful paywalls and fancy speak. We all deserve better, and we should expect better. Since 2010, I've been challenging the marketing and advertising industries, questioning the true impact of KPIs, paid social media ads, and terms like creative content creation and sustainable growth. Let's unearth the way that things have been done. Let's talk about marketing and business growth in a no-nonsense way. In each episode, I'll give you tips and tools you can start using as soon as the episode is done. Let's wise up. Hi, welcome to the very first episode of the Wise Up Podcast. I'm so excited to finally launch this podcast. I have this treasure trove of small business marketing knowledge that I've acquired over the last eight to nine years. It's almost nine years. And I'm so excited to finally bring all of that into one place and to share that with my other small business partners, strategic thinkers, entrepreneurs, all of you out there that feel just a little bit different and felt called in a different direction. And I specifically created this podcast because I wanted to create the anti-marketing approach to marketing your small business. It's my belief that small businesses are taken advantage of when it comes to advertising and marketing. And here's why I think that. Um, I worked in-house at an agent while also running my business. And during that time, I learned how grossly and inflated uh, pricing is for just the most minuscule of things um, and how much overhead there is in advertising agencies. And as a small business owner myself and starting from the ground up, I saw that um, it's a very pull yourself up by your own bootstraps type operation. And if you didn't know much about a topic, it was your responsibility to figure out how much knowledge you wanted to know about it. So you don't know anything about websites, got to figure it out. If you don't know anything about graphic design, then you better Google and figure some stuff out. Otherwise, my dad taught me that when I was a teenager. He's like, you don't need to be an expert. You just need to know enough to be dangerous. And I have taken that to heart and use that in every area of my life. So now I'm a proud business owner. I lead a team of four people. And I'd like to say I know enough to be dangerous. I know how much time something's gonna take, whether it's a video or web development or graphic design or whatever. I know I've worked on enough projects with enough clients and enough contractors that I know about how long something's supposed to take. And I understand there's a there is a scale when it comes to paying for services. You want somebody young and scrappy and green and potentially need a few extra revisions, that's gonna be a little bit lower in the hourly rate or the project cost. And that's okay if that's where your business is at and you're willing to work with that person because they're likely needing the experience or wanting the experience or wanting the exposure. Quick side note about exposure, don't ever fucking pay an exposure. That's rude to the craft. And it's not fair to the entrepreneur, to the business owner. Just just don't do it. It's not cool. It's slimy. It's gross. And that's not what we do. So you're going to have a smaller hourly rate there. If you want somebody more advanced, somebody who's been in their craft for a long time, who somebody that you can give them the scope of work and they're going to be able to run with it and have minimal revisions, it's going to be a higher hourly rate. So you just have to make that decision on where you are um, and inform yourself. So enough to be dangerous. Do enough research about website development. Go to Skillshare.com. They have a whole library of videos that you can watch to learn more about these services so that 
you know what you're getting yourself into. If you don't know the ask going into the project, the contractor's not gonna be able to do as good of a job for you as you're hoping because you don't even know what you're asking. Anyway, little tangent there. Anti-marketing, marketing agency is how I'm talking about my agency to clients and to all of you. Why do I say that? For one, the inflated budget. And for two, when I was in my undergrad in college, I knew that I wanted to go into PR and marketing and advertising. Marketing, just quick little lesson here. Marketing is the overarching umbrella and you've got the four pieces. You have price, product, placement, and promotion. And under promotion, you've got marketing, public, or I'm sorry, advertising, public relations. And under there, you've got your little tactics, you've got your campaigns, you have public perception, PR, all of those things. So that's marketing. When people say, oh, I'm in marketing, that could be a lot of different things. And marketing and sales are BFFs, or they should be. And that is a love to hate each other type really and hate to love each other type relationship, but that is for a different podcast episode. So when I was in my undergrad in college, I knew that I wanted to go into advertising and PR marketing. And as I was in those classes, they're just, we were also I also took a couple psychology classes and I'm so glad that I did that because it showed me a different way to look at these industries and to remind myself constantly that there are human beings on the other side of a social media campaign, a press release, a website, online shopping, email. I mean, you name it. There's another human being on the other side of those things. And they struggle with grief, loss, money, weight loss, weight gain, relationship dynamics, whether or not they're happy at their current place of employment, whether they want to be employed or not, whether or not they want kids or if they want to get married or you name it. There's tons of things that can go on in somebody's life. And what I believe the marketing industry as an entirety has forgets a lot of time, especially when you start to get bigger brands or corporate brands, that there's people on the other side. They just look at transactions. They look at dollars. They look at how do we move the needle? How do we create synergy? How do we do all of these buzzword things? And that just doesn't sit well with me. When I work with a client, I want there to be transparency about what we're doing, how long it's going to take, and what it's going to cost. Sometimes it's a larger investment depending on what we're doing and the impact of what we're doing. Sometimes it's a quick, hey, yeah, I can edit that for you. No problem. I don't even charge clients when it's a quick little, don't worry about it took me two seconds because I think that type of approach is so foreign, not just in business, but definitely in marketing and advertising and it comes to these agencies. Another reason I believe I'm the anti-marketing marketing agency, and this one's probably gonna be unpopular, is the ego that often sits within marketing and advertising and design. There's no way to really sugarcoat this. I believe that a lot of those industries and a lot of those trades tend to have a larger ego for whatever reason. This is a general broad statement knowing that there's exceptions, but that has been my experience and I absolutely did not want to do that for my clients. My job as a business owner and the in the services that I offer you as a client, you are supposed to be happy. You are supposed to be confident. You, I want you to feel like, look at this thing that I created with my agency and we are so proud of it and it helps make your life so much easier, be it a social media post, campaign, email campaign, website development, print design, catalog development. I mean, we do all types of visual communications. That's what we call it. Regardless of what we work on, it should make your life easier. It should get 
the what was the main objective we set out to do in our working partnership together and yes does it look pretty but really does it set out what we're supposed to do and does it align with your business goals a lot of times i see in these in these industries they forget to ask you know what what is your goal for the business through the year for the next five years you know marketing should not be just we have to push and get a certain sales number for this amount of time right here. You should be interviewing the business owner, the C-suite, the director saying like, where is this business going in the next five to 10 years? And how can we help this financial investment of the campaign or retainer or what have you help turn that ship for you? Um, one thing that bugs me big time and that I've seen just from some horror stories I've gotten from clients is, you know, we spent $10,000 on a website or a video and we don't even know how to use it. We don't have access to the main files of that video, be it a website. We don't know how to get into it or change the photos or the content and stuff. And that just fucking breaks my heart. How do you not know how to access your own stuff? We don't do that. That's not fair. You are running a business. You set out to create this thing to offer your clients, your customers, something that nobody else does in a way that nobody else can because they're not fucking you. I should not be adding to your stress and providing more hurdles for you to overcome when entrepreneurship already is a really fucking big hurdle. So that's why I call myself, all of that in a nutshell, that's why I call myself the anti-marketing marketing agency. Um, there's just a lot of things that we do a little bit different. We ask why a lot of the time. Okay, we need, you know, I have a client come to me, hey, we need you to run our social media. I'm not like, why, why? But I do ask, tell me more about this. This is a, this is a need that you found that you are like, I need help with this. Oh, we have a free explore, a complimentary exploratory session. Tell me about what's going on in your business. You said that you need social media management help. What does that look like to you? What is, what does success look like in that arena? And how can we make sure we do that effectively together? And then what do you want to do in the next year? How can we manage your social media to get you to a point to help you accomplish those goals over there? We ask why social media and why now and why this agency? Because we want to make sure it's a good alignment fit too. We are not the agency that's going to just take everybody. I used to do that in the first three years of my business and it fucking sucked. I'm so grateful for every single client that I had. Don't get me wrong, I'm so grateful because I would not be here today. But I don't think they had a good time and I don't know if I had a really good time either. And now my business is in the business of making sure that there is alignment both from business to business and business to customer. And we do that in all of our, mark, in all of our content creation and visual communications work. We make sure that we thoroughly understand who's gonna be reading this, receiving this, engaging with it, sharing it, blah, blah, blah. Because the truer we are in that content creation, the more direct and authentically representing the brand that we're representing, that alignment's gonna happen so much faster. Which is why if you book a complimentary call with me and we talk through stuff, I'm gonna be this, this woman on the other end too. Unfiltered, honest, respectful, empowering, but I'm not gonna sugarcoat it either because that doesn't help anybody. And you've got precious resources here, time, money. You wanna make sure you're spending both of those things in a way that makes sense for your business. I'm gonna bring my notes back up. I'm so fired up today. So we are the anti-marketing marketing agency. And a lot of times I tell agencies to, or agencies, clients to stop marketing. And what I mean by that is start connecting with your audiences, create that value. A lot of times, and I'm sure you've seen them, 
They show up as sponsored posts on the Instagram, on the Facebook, on YouTube, and you click right through because it just doesn't connect with you. It's not what you're looking for. It's aggressive. There's a push hard sell in there. Skip it. Those people are not trying to connect with you. They're trying to push sales. They're trying to push numbers. They're trying to reach benchmarks. They're trying to KPI the shit out of it. That's not what we do. Numbers are very important. Don't hear me wrong. Numbers are very important. Data is very important. But having those be the main driver of your business, I'm sorry, but it's not going to last. And it's going to feel like a fucking uphill battle every day. You're going to be tired and you're going to be burnt out and you're not going to be creative anymore if you're always just trying to hit numbers. So stop doing that. Start connecting with your audiences and creating value. And this aligns with what the previous example. Don't talk at people. Hey, buy this thing because it's cool. Well, that's subjective. I don't know if it's cool or not. Maybe I don't even need one of those. Maybe I have five of them and I haven't used any of them because nobody told me how I'm supposed to. Anyway, give your customers, your the businesses you're trying to market, give them reasons to read your stuff, to engage with you, to click the read more, click the link in bio, go to another site where the video is. Why should I give a shit? That's another question we ask our clients. Okay, you want social media, whatever. Why? Why should your customers give a shit? Why should your clients give a shit? What are you doing that's different? Are you solving a problem for them? Are you solving a problem they don't even know that they have, but they do and it connects them in the human experience? Traditional marketing says you have to care about this and forces it down your throat. Connection says, here's what we do and here's why we love it. And people who are interested in that will click subscribe, will go to the link in bio and be like, that is fucking cool. Whatever's going on here, I've clicked on websites where like I don't have the funds to buy whatever they're selling or I'm not in the season of life where that makes sense for me. Their energy is so potent and so cool that I wanted to be a part of it. So I'm on their mailing list now. Do that for your clients, for your customers. People will be drawn to brands who are loving what they do and why they do it. People will naturally want to be a part of the whole experience if you just stop marketing, stop yelling at people. And the difference is it was their choice to continue the experience. No one shouted at them. No one shoved marketing bullshit down their throat. They chose to keep moving in the relationship. Doesn't that feel so much better? When you're just authentically yourself, your brand, your business is just doing what it does and it looks exactly how it feels to work with you and everything is cohesive and everything just, you can't put a descriptor on there. It's really a sensation. And if I've learned anything, especially in the last three years with COVID and everything, it's that people are very smart and they know bullshit when it happens. Online, in person, you name it. You can't muck them up that way. They know if they're what they're buying into is authentic and true. Things can look really expensive and really sexy and you can spend $20,000 on a fucking website to have it look and have it like kiss you on the forehead as you keep scrolling on your phone to see what they're up to. But if nothing's really cohesive between those things or, okay, this website's really great and then I try to call them and I keep getting a busy tone or I keep getting passed around to everybody, then it breaks the cohesiveness. It breaks the illusion because that's what it was. It was an illusion. It was not an identity. It was not a relationship. So in closing, we are the anti-marketing marketing agency. This is Wise Up. I will talk about more of this type of stuff and podcasts to come. I'm so excited to lift the veil behind marketing and advertising and share with you things that I've learned as a business owner in this industry, tricks that 
us as industry professionals use those. And I also plan on having other small businesses talk about what they experience and how they're marketing their businesses too. So, so glad that you're here. Thank you so, so, so much for giving this first episode a listen. I'll link everything in the show notes. And if you have any questions at all, you can reach me there. In the meantime, please, your homework is to look at how your business is marketing itself currently. And is it cohesive with your five-year goals, your 10-year goals, the type of employees that are currently working for you, type of services you currently offer your customers? Do things feel in alignment? And if they don't, you gotta start asking better questions. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you have a couple of moments, please leave a review on this podcast. This helps us create more impactful content for you and continue to meet you where you are. And if you have another 30 seconds to spare, I'd love to see you on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We post weekly content there for you to take advantage of and start implementing into your business's routine and grow your business even further. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, you can visit our YouTube channel. All of the links to these social channels are listed below in the show notes. And remember, work smarter, not harder.